All those things we can't say on the radio. After Breakfast with Mark and John. It's the podcast that thousands of people have completely ignored since we started doing it about a month ago. However, that hasn't stopped us on the After Breakfast podcast with Mark and John. By the way, it's a new feature every Monday on the podcast. It's a brand new thing. We're going to read letters from listeners. Oh, nice. Letters. Oh, we get letters. We get your letters every day. Now, don't believe the fact that we are going to read letters from listeners just because I really like that jingle. Don't uh, <laughs> don't even think that, for heaven's sakes. Speaking of things made in the 60s, that really sounds like it. Letter number yeah. one. Dear Mark and John, I really enjoy your podcast, but I don't think you give John enough time to talk. What? Sincerely, initials only, B-R. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, here we have another letter here. Dear Mark uh. and John podcast. I really enjoy listening to your podcast, but I think John talks about his daughter too much. Maybe he should talk about his other kids. Signed, A-R. Mm, mm, interesting the, collection of letters this morning. There's a pattern there. There is definitely a pattern there. So I don't know whether we should give you more time to talk, but I guess you shouldn't talk about your daughter then. Oh, well, there you go. So maybe it's... <laughs> <laughs> what to talk about? <laughs> uh. of, I saw, I was watching The Crown the other night. I really am leading up to something here. Okay. So I was watching The Crown the other night. Have you seen any of that? I really like that. The Just show. The first four episodes. No, no. The, the, it's, I think it's season four now. Oh, And wow. they're into Charles and Diana getting married. Okay. So I don't know how many episodes I am into season four. Gillian Anderson from The X Files is playing Margaret Thatcher. It is wonderful historical oh, wow. drama. How much of it is true, I have no idea. But as we're watching, she's telling me the parts that, are, that definitely are backed up. Okay. I didn't know that Princess Diana was bulimic. No. I, I didn't no know idea. that. So I'm not giving anything away. It's happened. But the episode between Queen Elizabeth and Margaret Thatcher, there was a time in the 80s, Margaret Thatcher's son got lost in a road race across Africa. Oh. And it was a big deal. I remember this was right around the time of the Falkland Islands War. You probably don't remember that either. But Britain went to went to war with Argentina in the 80s over a bunch of islands in the South Atlantic. The Falkland Islands are what they were called. Okay. But the discussion came up about favorite children. Ah. And Margaret Thatcher admitted that her son was her favorite of her two children. And so Queen Elizabeth went on an investigation because Prince, Prince Philip in the whole conversation goes, oh, you have a favorite. We know, we all know that. And she goes, what's your favorite? And he goes, Anne. And he said it like right away. And it one, so I began to think about the fact, do parents really have a favorite child? Hmm. Now I was going to make you answer that, but then I remembered that people who wrote letters this morning might hear, and I don't know that that would be appropriate. <laughs> I, can, I can actually answer that. You can answer? Really? In, in truth, Honestly? In truth. I don't believe that there's a favorite. What I do believe is, is that you tend to get along with those with similar personalities. So my daughter and I have very similar personalities, so we get along really well. Um, my son Liam gets along with um, Mrs. John very well. Okay. And then there's Gavin, who just likes to do his own thing. So, 
So you don't think that they would be favorites necessarily. It's no. just the similarity and. Well, it's like if you have a group of friends and you gravitate towards one that yeah. you have the most common with, really. Why is it that my best friend and I have very little in common? Hmm. He's in sales. Okay. He's He wears button-down T-shirts. I'm serious. I mean, And he knows how to tie a tie. I mean, it's like, it's not the, well, in any case. Right. So I asked my mom, by the way. <laughs> so oh, she has a lot of stuff to think about. And, and she stopped. I mean, she put a complete halt to the conversation right away. Which I, because I'm thinking maybe I was, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. We always said that my brother Jeff was the favorite because he was never here. You know? <laughs> of course, I'm not there now. But when I was, when we were all closer together, we always said Jeff was her favorite because he was the furthest away. Was in okay. Boulder, Colorado, and now he's in Boston. So I'm not quite quite far away <laughs> as, <laughs> as Jeff. So maybe I'm just the second favorite. Maybe that's um, you know because they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Okay, yeah, I've heard that. So whatever that whatever that is, but I'm just I was fascinated by the whole conversation that that this particular I mean, and it's Queen Elizabeth, but just a character in a TV show had to actually have meetings with all four of her children because she wanted to think about who was her favorite. Wow. And so that whole episode was interesting, not just for the historical aspect of the whole, you know, British history. Sure. So, or as we call them around our house, miserable British people. (laughs) Because British people are all miserable for some reason. Uh, At least as as they appear on television, they all seem miserable. Well, you never seen a Monty Python skit? Come on. Yeah, but they only do that because they're miserable and trying to make themselves laugh. <laughs> That's the whole purpose okay. behind Monty Python. If right. they didn't make themselves laugh, they would be even more miserable. Mm, you may have a point. Because let's face it, Benny Hill is a miserable person. Gersh, you've probably never seen Benny Hill. Oh, I've seen Benny Hill oh. and his ladies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, all right. So I'm glad I haven't put you in a difficult situation. Oh, by the way, and that's our letter. <laughs> Nobody uses a typewriter anymore, do they? This doesn't even sound like a keyboard. <laughs> in any case, you can write letters, mark at light96.com, uh, if you have a letter that you'd like to send in. And uh, we'll, of course, uh, hide your identity like we did with the two people that wrote earlier. Mm-hmm. It is a culture <laughs> quiz today. Oh, we do this just to entertain ourselves. We really do. Culture quiz today. Question was, you'll have seven more of these uh, in January than you had today. Good morning. Do you have an answer? It is pounds. After reading Yay. all of, uh, after reading all that about a Thanksgiving feast, it seemed pretty obvious. Who's this? Sydney. Sydney was on her way to school, so it mm-hmm. says that uh, Amer- by the time January rolls around, sixty-two percent of the people that answered the survey said they're planning to adopt a quote "New Year, New Me" attitude. Okay. So um, that's all of the you know your. Uh, your basic New Year's resolutions are just really all about diet and health and everything. Nobody ever does anything else. Maybe uh, diarying, journaling. Mm-hmm. I used to make a New journaling. Year's resolution about journaling every year. Okay. All right. And by Wednesday, my definition of journaling was reading the Wall Street Journal online and not writing anything <laughs> down because it just. So, in any case, pounds was the answer to the culture quiz. The news that isn't horrible. And next, if we woke you up in the middle of the night and said, "Who's your favorite child?" Would you answer, or would you just? Roll over. 
Have a good rest of your Monday. (laughs) It's the news that isn't horrible on The Light Breakfast Show. Breaking news. Do not let Bullwinkle lick your car. That's what Canadian authorities are saying as they're running into a problem at the Jasper National Park with moose licking people's cars. Well, the moose like salt. There's road salt on your car. Usually they get it out of the lake, but the authorities are like, eh, we don't want the moose to get used to having that salt lick available on the fender of your Ford. So do not let the moose lick your car. Uh, Don't try to get out and shoo the moose away. Just drive away. That could lead to some other real problems. Oh, oh, here it goes. It's gone. You're listening to people watching a fight. Yes, there are people fighting in line to get fast food at a fast food restaurant. His pants! Look, he's lost his pants. We're in and out. (laughs) It seems that the In-N-Out Burger in Aurora, Colorado opened this week, and people were waiting in line up to 14 hours to get a burger. I mean, In-N-Out Burger's okay. I went to the one in Vegas, but waiting 14 hours? Some guy was so upset he got out of his car and started a fight. Yeah, in his boxer shorts. No. Yeah, by the way, the wait's down to 12 hours now. Oh, what good news. Caitlin Riley didn't have to wait. She got a seat at Break and Eggs restaurant in Buffalo, New York right away. In fact, her server was really good. And after the meal was over, her server was really good because Caitlin tipped her $1,000. With all the hard times and the holidays coming up, I raised $1,000 to give to my server. Yeah. I cried immediately. I had to actually step away for a moment. Going into this, I said, I just wanted to go to a kind person. Immediately, I mean, they just started coming in, and I was blown away. The server has agreed to share the $1,000 with everybody else working at the restaurant. Caitlin, hats off to you. I've tried to tip a couple of extra bucks as I've gone out, or as all I've done recently is get carryout. Helping out those who've had a little bit of a tough summer, that's a nice thing to do. Hearing about it is news that isn't horrible. On this Monday morning, on the Light Breakfast Show.